my name is Randy, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. This podcast is made possible through Quinn Martin Productions. Wardrobe provided by Botany 500 and sponsored by Benson and Hedges Cigarettes. Five lucky downloaders of this episode will receive a complimentary box of Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. This is the last stop podcast shop on your internet dial. So what is up on the podcast docket for today? First of all, I'd like to welcome all the listeners to this episode of Infotainment. And if you've been a listener uh, through the years, thank you for your listening uh, support. If you enjoy it, please do tell a friend. And And if you don't enjoy it, then what? uh, Don't say anything. (laughs) But you can uh, make a small donation to randyms12 at gmail.com via PayPal. If you don't enjoy it, <laughs> to, to help with the expenses of doing this. But uh, CJ has been gracious enough to do a second podcast with me. And we, well, this evening, before we, we uh, traversed out into the bitter temperatures of uh, 69 degrees, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it feels like Boy, it's... what was in that drink that you had? Yeah. <laughs> what does it feel like? Minus 24, my phone said? I think so, yeah. Something like that. It was uh, nasty out there, that's for sure. And I checked it out, and actually Anchorage, Alaska is warmer than we are at the moment in here <laughs> in southwest Minnesota. Oh, uh, that's scary. And we have the snowfall like we used to get in back in the 70s. <laughs> yep, there's a, a lot of both out there right now, cold and snow, that's for sure. But we each watched the uh, movie Violent Night. Uh, I know it's uh, quite a while after Christmas and we're getting closer to Valentine's Day, but... <laughs> Uh, how can you not like a Santa that goes rogue? <laughs> <laughs> he went something. I don't know what he went, but he went something. Well, he before he uh, became Santa Claus, he was known as Skull Crusher. Uh, and <laughs> he found his hammer. Well, what the deal is, he... He's actually the real Santa Claus and is in a London bar with actually a like a mall Santa and <laughs> and the bartender figures it out that he's the he's the real Santa because he gives her a present for her grandson. How do you know her, her name or whatever? And, he goes up to the rooftop, and she's like yelling at him, you can't go up there. 
and there she sees the sleigh. And after much imbibing of adult beverages, uh, Santa, uh, <clears throat> while uh, riding in his sleigh, comes back around uh, the rooftop and leaves the bartender a nice gift on her head <laughs> as he's leaning over being sick. But she is just amazed that she just saw the real Santa Claus. Yeah, I would never have guessed that Santa Claus was really like that. Um, that was enlightening. Yes, it was. It was, uh, and it's the first time I ever knew that Santa has tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you know, I noticed his beard wasn't quite as uh, big as I would envision of it, you know, to be. Nope, he he puts his hair up in a bun, too, (laughs) sort of, when he starts to get serious about uh, fighting the bad guys that come along to steal a bunch of money from uh, one of the richest families around that they know. I don't know, it's 300-some million or whatever that they're trying to steal. Oh, yeah, it uh, stars uh, David Harbour, John Ligazamo. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but Ligazamo. And Beverly D'Angelo of vacation fame. I didn't even recognize her, but I'm sure she was the matriarch who was the lead uh uh the lead karen shall we say in the movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah santa santa gets his groove on and starts taking (laughs) care of the bad guys the audience score gave it uh, on rotten tomatoes uh 88 percent wow and the uh Tomato meter says 73%. I think that's all the so-called experts of movie reviewing. Okay, here we have some reviews of Violent Night. Came out last year, 2022. One reviewer said, this Santa dies hard. Uh, This is from Dan uh, Chilton. Possibly the most tedious film question ever asked is Die Hard a Christmas movie. I would say, yeah, it is. But <laughs> Bruce Willis, uh, when he was being roasted on Comedy Central, gave the ultimate response. And in lieu of his uh, a physical condition nowadays, I'm not going to argue with him, but I think it's a Christmas movie. But he said, no, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> this movie, Violent Night... It's an excellent mix of two genres, the reviewer says. First and foremost, it's a very violent man in a tight spot action movie, but hidden beneath is a traditional Christmas story of people becoming believers and a a jaded main character getting their festive mojo back. The film's success is largely down to David Harbour's fantastic turn As a delusional Saint Nick, his ability to project charisma even when appearing tired and fed up 
carries the day, or in this case, night. <laughs> he also cleverly avoids the trap of playing Santa too dark. For all his boozing and necessary killing, he is still a recognizable father of Christmas. You know, I would give it a rating out of five stars. I'd probably give it a three. As you know, I don't like movies that have a lot of swearing in it. And this definitely had quite a bit of swearing in it. And yep. I don't don't like movies that have a lot of violence in it. And yeah, you I think you could say he's got just a little bit of blood on his Christmas coat and Christmas uniform or whatever. You know, that the white is tainted with a little bit of red in it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you'd notice that, but <laughs> Yeah, there is a little uh blood spilled in this movie uh, with his uh sledgehammer <laughs> and he does have to uh, give himself some homemade stitches there and a little scene there some of the violence was a uh, pretty funny actually there's a scene with a uh, christmas star ornament that gets jabbed into the eye of <coughs> one of the uh, bad guys of course he can Tell they're bad guys because he's got the uh, naughty and nice scroll. <laughs> that was interesting. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty good. And uh, you are right. I think that star scene was rather funny. Sets the guy's uh, head ablaze, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was gross, but it was funny. So, yep. yeah, the, no, there were some good funny spots in it, but my overall score would be three out of five. I'll give it a four. It, it, it uh, not different from some of the a lot of the movies out there, and uh, it says that reviewer, the rest of the casts are all decent as well, with John Leguizamo uh, making a fun villain. Even uh, the child character manages to not be annoying. Although some of her dialogue hints that they had originally wanted a younger actress than Leah Brady. The other big plus, Violent Night, has is its well violence. The set pieces go above and beyond, <laughs> with villains being impaled, burned, and dismembered. <laughs> yeah, there was a dismembering scene that was rather... <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh... How should we put it? Headless? Yeah, yeah. Headless. <laughs> <laughs> or the person had to use his head a little bit in it, I guess, maybe. Even more headless and uh, nearly headless Nick in the Harry Potter films, the ghost <laughs> from her, uh, Sir Nicholas, as he prefers to be called. <laughs> and it turns out the invaders in this film are a lot less durable than Harry and Marv. A mortal combat-worthy finish to the final showdown. There's also a decent vein of comedy if you won't exactly be guffawing in the aisles. And there are a couple of things that take you out of proceedings, like the bad guy's refusal to just shoot their guns and some very generic family interactions. But overall, Violent Night is a very fun couple of hours. Eight lumps of coal for ten naughty mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was interesting. Yeah, there was 
I think he uh, didn't give them lumps of coal, but he put some lumps on them with some pool balls. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And another uh, review from Sleeping Dragon. I guess these are these are not like big uh, uh, newspaper or whatever reviewers, but uh, a wealthy family home is invaded by a group of cl- criminals. Their only hope is Santa Claus. I think this film may surprise a few. I was pleasantly surprised. Action-packed, violent, quietly amusing. I have a feeling that for those of us that adore Die Hard and embrace it as a Christmas movie, this is probably going to be up your street. I'm not sure it's deserving of cult status, but don't ask me why. I have a feeling that in years to come, this may well develop something of a following. <laughs> I think they'll be showing this someday, 24 hours, like a Christmas story. Yeah. I, I wonder if it'll appear on Hallmark. <laughs> yeah, appear on Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a Hallmark thing, there'd have to be some some romantic thing where... This couple, attractive couple gets together and sparks start flying. <laughs> That's the way usually those Hallmark-type movies go, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, as far as the spark, you know, this doesn't have spark. It's got flames in it. A Jimmy Kimmel on late-night TV, he had a, he read all the, the movies like on Hallmark or one of those channels like that, Lifetime. And every every one of the descriptions of those movies, sparks fly between the huh. the accountant or whatever job they did. Sparks fly between these, these two people. Every one of them says, Wow. That's a lot of sparks flying. Yes, it is. <laughs> the clue is in the title, Violent Night and... Boy, this film doesn't hold back in terms of violence and manner of death. This film packs a real punch. You will see all sorts. People dismembered, shot, impaled. It really doesn't hold back. There's also so death by snowblower, too. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're expecting the number of uh, killings to be up there with the John Wick movie, you're going to be a little disappointed because (laughs) uh, John Wick, I think, kills five people a minute in all three of those movies. But I know there's a fourth one coming. Let's see. Santa Wick. The first movie I watched in the new year, 2023. I regret not seeing it in the cinema. I really liked this movie. It was fun. It's like a family movie, though. Would you call this? Yeah, bring the kids to this movie, I think. (laughs) I would not. (laughs) Yeah, you know, 10 and under, sure, it's fine. for. (laughs) Yeah, I would not. (laughs) There was a lot of inexplicable stuff about Santa in this movie. This shows that there will be a second movie. Oh, yeah, I'll be looking for that. According to me, acting was good. David Harbour was great. Uh, I liked the movie overall, except for a few cringe scenes. 
The action scenes weren't bad either. It was a funny movie. It was a movie that didn't take itself seriously. Yeah, that's true. That That's what made it, uh, you know, tolerable. If it was totally, like, Yellowstone-y, everyone was totally creepy. It wouldn't have worked, but... <laughs> Uh, this guy recommends it as one of the best movies of 2022 for him. And here we have somebody saying, oh, uh, calls himself a unique particle. He calls it a brutal delight. <laughs> Such a wonderful spin on a horror comedy a genre where Santa Claus is the hero. David Harbour is a Absolutely perfect for this role. Has the best voice and great thrill to see in anything he's in. To me, this is one of the best Christmas movies out there, along with Bad Santa. Oh, geez. Wow. I would definitely agree with anyone that loves Violent Night. It's a great mix of Home Alone, John Wick, and any horror Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yep, me too. Uh, Tommy Warcola directed A Pure Blast of Entertainment. I sort of can see how it could get hate. The family was a little obnoxious. Yes, they <laughs> they were obnoxious. Yep, uh, and, definitely. And they're the ones that were, were providing a lot of the uh, swearing in the movie. So be forewarned, there is some uh, <clears throat> swearing in the movie <laughs> at times. <laughs> some and at times? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at times. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. I'm not even going to offer a rebuttal on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and the reviewer had it right. They were they were a little obnoxious. <laughs> Uh, I think I would have skipped the word little obnoxious. <laughs> but the positives outweigh the negatives as far as the ending goes. The little girl's happy she got to talk to the real Santa. And Santa gets his groove back. Yeah, yeah. It, wasn't totally a, it wasn't totally a bummer when it came to the very ending. It was actually ended on a somewhat good note. So, you know, the way the movie was built up you wouldn't expect that but this would happen at the end it was actually a a decent ending <laughs> and here we have someone saying that violent night is exactly what you'd expect and there's nothing wrong with that when violent night is good it's really good it isn't always nearly as entertaining as it could be but it definitely capitalizes on its goofy premise in all the right ways at various points. The violence is blunt and rudimentary, but there's something strikingly effective about it. Each hit is loud and visceral, and many of the actual deaths are a lot more creative than I was expecting them to be, even if the violence leads me to up to each death is pretty by the numbers. <laughs> Here's hmm. one that says Santa has a brand new bag. <laughs> yeah, he did get a new yep. bag at the end because yep. they uh, like destroyed his. And that was <laughs> one of the things, too. That's how his uh, uh, Santa bag worked. 
every time you reached into the bag, it was uh, uh, Christmas magic. You just reach in the right <laughs> to pull out a present for each uh, nice kid. Yep. And here we have another one that says Die Hard Santa. This movie is a beautiful mixture of Die Hard, Home Alone, and Thor. Yeah, yeah. Because huh. it's just Thor's hammer in there. <laughs> uh, sledgehammer, anyway. I don't think it would have had the same impact if Santa was using like a ball peen hammer. <laughs> a little tack hammer. Yeah, a little tack hammer, yeah. <laughs> It also contains several cliches from other movies. Not a problem. Yes, it's predictable, but it's kind of different of what we usually receive on Christmas. And I personally appreciate different movies. Yeah, I do too, with all the uh, cookie-cutter superhero movies that we get a, True. a whole lot of. Formula movies with the lots of explosions and car chases and gunfire and and uh, correct here uh, some deaths come by Christmas ornaments. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have imagined? Second, the script is predictable, but at the same time, it keeps you entertained from beginning till the end. Raw action mixed with some goofy scenes. So overall, if you want to watch a different brutal action Christmas thriller, this one is for you. <laughs> Here uh, one reviewer says, Violent Night is a modern Christmas classic. If you enjoy reading my spoiler uh, free thoughts, oh, okay, that's he's promoting his other blog there, but... Hmm. Uh, Violent Night is one of the biggest surprises of the year, instantly becoming a contemporary Christmas classic. David Harbour expertly embodies a shockingly brutal, savage version of Santa Claus that somehow still delivers uh, lovely messages. Ah. Even at times when the little girl wants to say something bad, he kind of corrects her and Saying, well, you don't want to go on the naughty list. You got to <laughs> clean up your language <laughs> while he's yeah. killing people with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was kind of a oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess everybody is totally welcome to their own opinions and stuff, but I would not call it a holiday classic. <laughs> no. <laughs> it would not fall into that category at all with. At least on my list. Yeah, I couldn't see Jimmy Stewart uh, playing that in a role. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> or who? Uh, who else could we say for a holiday classic? Yeah, I don't see uh, little Kevin from Home Alone doing those things for, <laughs> in all those movies for. <laughs> no. He, well, he. He does deliver some lovely messages at times. Fighting sequences feature truly violent practical stunts, taking advantage of the R rating to provide uh, unmeasurable amounts of gore. Creative use of Christmas songs will leave audiences crying with laughter. If you like this movie, you probably would like the 
guy, Bob Odenkirk uh, from Better Call Saul. He plays in a movie called Nobody uh, that uh, really makes good use of some appropriate music during some very violent scenes. It's pretty <laughs> humorous. It says the creative use of Christmas songs will leave, uh, yeah, your audience is crying with laughter. Well, I wasn't really crying, crying with laughter. Yeah, I can't say that I hit the cloth at all, but. <laughs> <laughs> we were both bawling. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, we were both in fetal positions. <laughs> yeah, we were like, when we thought Santa was going to die at the end there. Yeah, we were both yelling out the window here on, on this big old tower, you know. Uh, no, Santa, don't die. Oh, here we go to uh, Top Dog's impression of the movie. Uh, he says, a fun Christmas movie for the entire age-appropriate family. I would have liked to see more and funnier comedic moments, but there are still some fun laughs in the film. It sure beats all the romantic, cheesy Christmas films that are in abundance this time <laughs> of year. <laughs> The directing was decent, and the pacing was spot on in the comfortable 112-minute runtime. The story was pretty predictable, although there were many refreshing uh, references to past iconic Christmas holiday films. All casting and performances were excellent. Even the score and the holiday soundtrack was on a point. It's certainly an enjoyable one-time watch of mindless entertainment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a well-deserved 7 out of 10 from me, he goes. So, yeah, there was a, a nod to the Home Alone movies, too, with the little kid. The hmm. one, the one uh, scene in there I wasn't expecting was when that guy came running out of the house and he saw those people with the snowmobiles down there. And uh, I was not expecting them to shoot him up. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. I thought they're all on the same side at first. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going to happen there. But they shoot him up. And they were all <laughs> yes, on. Yes, they did. Yeah. They were all on Santa's naughty list. That's for <laughs> sure. Well, I, I think we've uh, covered Violent Night pretty well if you like a different sort of christmas movie uh you might check that out yeah i think you could safely say it was a violent night unholy night <laughs> yeah it was definitely <laughs> yeah un <laughs> unholy yeah <laughs> violent night yeah unholy night <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. <laughs> Take the kids, take grandma, she'll love it, and uh, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> or 2023, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yep, and, uh, you know, make yourself some hot dogs and put plenty of ketchup on it. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> hmm. Well, we are going to continue on with our holiday-themed episode of Infotainment, moving on from Christmas to Valentine's Day. 
How about that for a transition from Christmas to Valentine's Day? Perfecto. (laughs) (laughs) I have loaded up the 27 utterly awful Valentine's Day gifts. I'll make you glad you're single. Okay, this is from the BuzzFeed community. (laughs) If this doesn't want to make you single, I don't know what will. Uh, Someone got a t-shirt with a picture of my boyfriend on it that had a poem on the back dealing, detailing how awesome and sweet he was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, highly of himself there. Now, this person, I think, deserves a special place in purgatory. (laughs) A real narcissist, it's all about me type guy. But he gave, well, his girlfriend was about to move eight hours away for a life-saving lung transplant and was on oxygen 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And her boyfriend of four years gave her a pair of jeans because he was tired of her not caring about her appearance and wanted her to dress nicer. Yeah. Wow. When she was uh, about to get a lung transplant. Great timing there, sir. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she goes, I was literally dying And this could have been our last Valentine's Day together. And he was worried about me dressing nicer. I got that transplant, lung transplant, and dumped him and never looked back. Well, good. (laughs) Good for her. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. This is especially for him. You dick! Okay, now we have... This woman's first boyfriend in high school gave her a shoebox that was not wrapped or anything, just an old shoebox filled with latex condoms. (laughs) And she says she's allergic to latex and lube. Uh, That was it. They were just thrown in a shoebox that was given to me in front of my parents. Wow. Oh, nice. I wonder what the parents thought. (laughs) So I I did needless to say, uh, she was mortified. Uh, We weren't sleeping together and never did. (laughs) Another guy who should uh, be dumped immediately. (laughs) Okay, this woman's boyfriend drew pictures of people having sex in different positions. It was awkward. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I wonder if he means she was just adjusting the paper in different directions. Classic move. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I could see where that would be awkward. (laughs) Let's see. This person... I got a used stained coffee mug and a tiny box of chocolates. That oh, were, that was thoughtful. Yeah, real thoughtful. That were drawn all over with a marker. I thought it was cute until I noticed that the scribbles 
Uh, we're covering writing that said, Happy Valentine's Day. Love, Grandma. Oh. <laughs> Maybe these uh, guys should go back to uh, proper dating etiquette or something. <laughs> uh, this woman got was an uh, email card that said, just remember, this Valentine's Day, blowjobs are like flowers for men. Then he showed up two hours late for our Valentine's date. Wow. That's another... Uh, Classic move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I probably should say that sound effect for every one of these. <laughs> My ex gave me a handful of seeds. He said he was allergic to flowers so I could grow my own. <laughs> they weren't even packed in a bag or anything. He took them out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, uh, a gif underneath with some uh, an actress going, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. Well, uh, this woman got a teddy bear that said, who's your daddy? <laughs> wow that's probably the least offensive one uh, we've read so far you know going back to that one about the seeds did he ever tell her what they what kind of flowers they even were <laughs> yeah yeah probably just <laughs> here's some seeds grow them and see for yourself <laughs> maybe it was like a cactus or something <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Or what's what's those uh, flowers that smell crappy? Usually you smell them sometimes at funerals. Baby's breath or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, oh, they're gross smelling. Baby's breath? I think they're called, the flowers are called baby's breath, yeah. It's like if you're going to be that stupid with your gift on Valentine's Day, why don't you just, just get her a Chia Pet? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or for a Chia Head. Chia Head, yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend of four years printed out 12 roses on printer paper and laid them out on the floor, and that was it. No note, just 12 pieces of paper. Well, at least he was being thoughtful. You know, he went he went to great lengths to uh, print those, you know. At least if I had a house or what, I would have, like, rose petals leading to the bedroom with a <laughs> bo bottle of champagne and... <laughs> Uh, chocolates and some stuff after a nice dinner out, you know, or something. <laughs> Maybe that. I had to pick up the paper roses before our cat shredded them. Needless <laughs> to say, my expectations aren't high for this year. <laughs> so she's still with the guy. Wow. <laughs> oh, my ex gave me a bike, which is actually a very nice present, except that I already had one that I liked. He just gave me the new one because he thought my current bike was too masculine. He also refused to spend any time with me that day because he had gotten me such an expensive present. <laughs> what did he do? Like get her a little pink bike with a basket on the front? Yeah. <laughs> too a, masculine a yeah, bike? And a, a little bell on it, you know, ring, ring. Uh, why do you always have to deter these things? Uh, well, we can all understand why there are no X's. 
My ex got me knee-high striped socks because he said I look sexy in them. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cute until he bought a nearly identical but slightly racier pair for his platonic friend for her birthday. Yeah, put platonic in quotation marks. <laughs> Can we say side chick? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> My ex... Uh, made us dinner reservations at a nice steakhouse, which he canceled to try to make up for it. He wrote me a note and spelled my name wrong. Mm. Oh, great. We had been together over a year. My ex gave me a package of uh, Medjool dates with a note that read, here's some dates because I know you'll never be able to get any others from anyone else. M-E-D-J-O-O-L. I'm not sure what that... I know the dates you can eat, but... Yeah. I'm not sure. This one doesn't start out my axe, but it probably is, you know. I saw a teddy bear and a dozen roses on the counter at home and got super excited. Well, it starts out not too bad. Thinking my boyfriend was surprising me, when he walked in, I hugged him and said, oh, babe, how sweet. I love them. He goes, he goes, oh, the UPS guy couldn't get our neighbor to answer, so he asked me if I could give those to them when they got home. They're not for you. He didn't get me anything. Oh. Uh, class move there, guy. Yep. My ex-boyfriend gave me a card with the weird stick figure drawings of two people at arm's length doing the awkward middle school dance. Above the two figures were our names with little arrows pointing to our respective figures saying, Sydney and Alex equals great friends. <laughs> Man, I, I can understand like making your own, what was it? In the 90s, people were making, or even before that, like mixtapes of their favorite music or yep. something. I've still got some of those, believe it or not. Uh -huh. I still got some cassette stuff, but that was from the, uh, uh, like the 80s, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Be a better gift than some of these things I'm reading here. <laughs> My ex boyfriend broke up with me on Valentine's Day. By writing an article about me in the local newspaper. Oh, that's my, really great. My entire, my entire family, oh, excuse me while I take a drink of my adult beverage. My entire family read details about our relationship that I never wanted anyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My ex got me frozen flowers he stole from a local cemetery. Oh. Frozen flowers? Jeez, must have been in a winter or something. But I've I've seen and heard of that. People do that. Yeah, it's sad. My boyfriend at the time thought it would be funny to send me a get well soon balloon at school. Instead of spending the day feeling special, I got continually asked what was wrong with me and if I was okay. Oh. 
Huh. Thought it would be funny. Mm. Yeah, not on Valentine's Day. My boy, my high school boyfriend gave me a used dog toy of a dolphin. Real, okay. Real for... big spender there. Uh, yeah, really. A used dog toy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what they say. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the thought <laughs> thoughtlessness of these. <laughs> My now ex picked me up in a limo, took me to the fanciest hotel in town, wined and dined me all Valentine's Day weekend. When he brought me back home via limo, he says to me, oh, your half of the cost is $450. Can you write me a check? Seriously? (laughs) Wow. My ex gave me a candle uh, lotion set that I gave his mom for Christmas. Well, he went all out spending, too. But, uh, he, he re-gifted a gift that already yeah. been given his mom. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. He, uh, you know, with all this talk about the, uh, the green, what they call it, the green recycling stuff, you know. Yeah, he was just being thoughtful, you know, and just thought he'd reuse it again. Yeah. You know? It was probably half used. (laughs) (laughs) I gave her used. (laughs) Uh, My ex gave me chocolate and roses, which sounds sweet, except he knew I was super allergic to roses and lactose intolerant. Oh, yay. Mm. (laughs) So you can have a... Allergic spell and also get diarrhea on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) I got chocolates from the dollar store, and my boyfriend had eaten most of them before he gave them to me. (laughs) 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 For Valentine's Day, I received a care package from my ex, and it contained fake flowers, cotton candy, and a letter stating that he wanted to break up. The worst Valentine's Day present I ever got was finding out I was, uh, I was a married man's side chick. <laughs> Not good. I didn't get anything because my ex-boyfriend's birthday was on Valentine's Day. He said that it was his day. How thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, can't you combine the two for <laughs> each of you? But. <laughs> Here's a great one. This guy went all out for Valentine's Day for his girlfriend. He got her a 24-pack of instant oatmeal. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it was her favorite. Maybe it's something <laughs> she really enjoyed, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it was the one with the different uh, flavors, <laughs> like maple, brown sugar, and... Uh, yeah. like, uh, like the fruit kind, too, or peach or whatever. And there you have 27 of the worst Valentine's Day gifts ever. And I would have to say, yeah, they do qualify as some of the worst. Well, you know, now I know what not to get. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, now we have a good blueprint on what yeah. not to do. Yeah, a nice them. little guideline there. Yep. I would like to thank CJ and all my listeners for sitting in on that 
a violent Valentine's Day episode of infotainment. You can check out my Facebook page, my YouTube page, Instagram, and you can also make a donation if you're so inclined to randyms12 at gmail.com by PayPal. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode. It was uh, really fun. And tell your friends if you uh, so enjoy it. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence.